0: Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. It's a great honor to have you on the show tonight. Welcome, Deepak Chopra. Thank you. Yes, this is Uri. Hi, Uri. It's Nicole Whitney calling News for the Soul. Welcome to News for the Soul, Robert Allen. Thank you, Nicole. It's great to be here with you tonight. Why are you here? We're talking to Carolyn Mace about Sacred Contracts, one of her many best-selling books. Welcome to the show, Greg Braden. Well, good evening, Nicole. It's uh, certainly a pleasure to hear your voice and a pleasure to be here tonight. Welcome to the show, Stuart Wilde. Thank you very much. John Kehoe, welcome to News for the Soul.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Next up, Dr. David Morehouse.
1: I'm so glad that you called me because you are doing such an important task, important work, because you are spreading a very positive message. I was really moved by last week's show, because we made a commitment to a worldwide event to try to change consciousness. I'm
0: feeling enormous energy around this show, just enormous, enormous, uh, I really have to hand it to you, Nicole, you've created sort of a niche of amazing, amazing connections, just like...
1: <laughs> The angels and the devatas that are, like,
0: attracted to News for the Soul is amazing. And we love News for the
1: Soul! Next on News for the Soul, it's time for Breaking Through with Grace Gideon. Grace is a passionate and dedicated international life coach with a bachelor's in law, a master's in East-West psychology, and an expert in addictions. Grace combines these skills in her practice to clinically and intuitively diagnose and break through subconscious issues that prevent you from achieving success and fulfillment. She has a unique capacity to tune in to repressed psychological and emotional blocks and to teach effective techniques to transform your life in a deep and long-lasting way. And now to help you make your next breakthrough, here's Grace. Here we go. Here is Grace. Grace, how are you? Hey, great. Thank you, Nicole. And I'm very much looking forward to this week on Breaking Through with Grace, uh, discussing conscious marketing with everyone. I'm going to be very, very fortunate to have joined me on the show today a dear friend and author of conscious marketing, Carolyn Tate. So I, I really... I'm excited to bring this topic to Breaking Through with Grace and um, ready to get going. So you might be wondering uh, why I chose a topic like conscious marketing. Well, if you've been listening to my podcast over the past six months, you'll notice that I love anything with the word conscious in front of it. If it's conscious relationships, conscious weight loss, conscious mind, conscious versus subconscious. So when I came across the concept of conscious marketing, I thought, here we go, here's another human being raising the consciousness of the planet today and doing it in the field of business. So I decided to ask Carolyn if she'd come on the show so we can discuss conscious marketing and business practices. In fact, in my work as as an international life coach, I'm often approached to do business coaching and financial coaching with people because obviously uh, finances and and, and, um, business and career are very key to a person's life. So as a life coach and as a lawyer, I get to discuss a lot of these things with my clients. And when I do that type of coaching, I don't just sit there and look at the bottom line. I see it as my purpose to help raise my clients' consciousness holistically while at the same time supporting them to be successful in their business ventures, in their career and in their finances. So my role is to provide guidance on how to grow the business, improve financial abundance without compromising your values, your personal growth, your contribution to your family, to your community, and to the planet. Essentially, to grow in financial abundance, build your business as you grow on the path of self-actualization. So based on on my experiences in this, I really think it's helpful to explore the field of marketing. And see how maybe marketing can be done in an ethical or conscious way. And why did I choose marketing as opposed to sales or advertising or anything, any other aspect of business? Of course, marketing is only one aspect of a person's business. I chose marketing because marketing is about messaging. And messaging is a huge influencer on your outcomes in life generally. So your message is how you communicate yourself to the world and your marketing of your business is how you communicate yourself to the world via your business. So tell me, you business owners out there, whether it's small or large, retail, corporate, industrial, do you think it would be helpful for you to get some ideas and strategies on growing your business through a conscious approach to marketing it. And for those of you who don't own your own business but you might be enrolled within your workplace where it's your responsibility to grow the business, generate profits, improve the bottom line, wouldn't it be more rewarding if you could achieve this in the workplace whilst being of service in an ethical and conscious way In fact, if you're listening today and you're not even in business, understanding conscious versus unconscious marketing applies to everyone because who of us as we go about our day-to-day lives isn't being subjected to a mass of marketing urging us towards what we should think, wear, eat, drive, buy. So It's really imperative, I believe, for us to raise our consciousness by listening to the quality of messaging that we're receiving as consumers and that we're putting out there as business owners and as business people and as employees. What are we doing to the planet? Marketing is an all-pervasive fact of life. It just really is. It's an influencer. It's a force. It's an environmental condition. Look around you. It's an environmental condition. So raising your awareness around this helps shape the future of the medium of marketing. And I'll tell you why. Because marketing can only work if it gets the message right. And if we're conscious, then the marketing message must also evolve in consciousness in order to grab our attention. Because a conscious person wants a conscious message. We get ick if it isn't. So the more we evolve our consciousness, the more we distinguish conscious ethical marketing from a whole lot of... Uh, greed-driven, kind of junk marketing, the more we change the landscape in the business arena. It's kind of like choosing healthy food over junk food. And the more that people are aware of nutritional value of food, then hopefully over time, the less junk food will have and influence on our children and ourselves. So I want to use this opportunity to add my two cents in to make a contribution to the field of business by discussing conscious marketing with Carolyn today. I think it's a vital mission, and I'm glad to be part of it, and I'm glad to be doing it on News for the Soul, which is very purpose-driven around raising consciousness. If this subject happens to resonate with you and you'd like to share a story or ask a question of me or my guest Carolyn at any point, feel free to call in on plus one 646 595 4274. Press one and you'll hear a message. You're now in the host queue. Hold on and you'll get put through. If you don't want to call, but you have a question by email, please email on the air at tellus.net on the air at telus.net and Carolyn or I will answer it for you. So just before I bring Carolyn on, let me just lay a bit more groundwork on this topic just to get you warmed up for Carolyn. So what is marketing? This is just my take on it. Marketing is the designing of a message, the word, the look, the feel, And then the process by which that message is communicated with the intention of influencing the receiver of that message to take action. So we design a message, we have a process to communicate that message and our intention is to influence whoever receives that message to take action. So for people who are thinking of marketing their business and go, what's marketing? Well, it's your messaging. It's the word, the look, the feel, the process by which you communicate that message and the intention, the message has to have an intention to influence your target audience to take action. So traditionally, it was all about what they call the four P's, your product, what your product is, your price, the price point for your product, your placement and your promotion. Marketers work tirelessly at packaging these four things and addressing these four things in such a way that they can be promoted to the general community as attractive, worthy and beneficial. Now is there anything wrong with that? No, it's actually a form of self-esteem when I put it that way. I'll create a great product, I'll have it at a price that reflects the appropriate value for this product, I'll position it appropriately in the marketplace, and I'll make it attractive and as visible as I can so that people desire it. That's awesome. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, we should all do that for ourselves whether it be our personalities, our bodies, our homes, our views on life, we should know ourselves, recognize our true values, position ourselves, and be as attractive and visible as we desire to be. So, why do so many of us cringe at the thought of marketing? Why can't it be seen as this attractive, worthy, beneficial stepping into the marketplace of life. Why do we shake our heads and run the other way? Because marketing has lost its soul. Because marketing has been corrupted by greed. Because marketing has been hijacked by self-serving. Marketing has ignored ethical rules and pursued capitalism to its darkest recesses. So what do conscious aware people do when they run a business? Unfortunately, many of the ones I know, they stay away from marketing. They see it as unspiritual or pushy or lacking in dignity. In fact, at the end of News for the Soul uh, show, Nicole invites people to do shameless self-promotion. She actually has to put the word shameless self-promotion in there because in our community, self-promotion... Is so shameful because we've seen what marketing and advertising have done to the world, and we don't want to be part of that. Well, we need to change that. We don't need to run the other way. We need to change the message so that we can be seen. We need the message of consciousness to be more vibrant, to be more alive, to be more visible. So that it stops being crowded out by those clamoring for financial gain and power. It can't be the answer where the most aggressive or greedy gain the greatest piece of the pie. In fact, there needs to be a revolution. There needs to be a revolution towards consciousness. That revolution needs to take place in the personal arena and in the business arena. There needs to be a revolution towards conscious marketing, ethical practices, conscious capitalism. A revolution where the focus is on how the business of business is no longer only the bottom line, but the business of business is making the world a better place. This means that every product or service is designed with a soul. Let me say that again. This means that every product you make or service you offer is designed with a soul. Get out of your head of how do I sell this and put into your heart, how do I soul this? Give it an intent. Give it a commitment to enhance the lives of others. Every offering you make, every offering your company makes, every offering you take when you're a consumer, ask yourself, what problem does this product or service solve? Then ask a deeper question. Is it really solving a problem or is it just distracting from it? like nicotine and drugs and junk food. Are these solving problems or are they really distracting from them? Are they creating another problem or creating a different problem? What service do you want to market? And how are you going to go about marketing it in a way that adds value? Well... Guess what? This revolution I'm talking about has already begun. Conscious marketing and conscious capitalism are a thing. They really are. And they're a very, very good thing. And I just want to add one more thing. Just because you work in the uh, personal development field like me or in the raising consciousness field doesn't mean automatically all your marketing is conscious. Only does your business have to have a product that is geared towards raising consciousness. The way you go about getting work itself, the action of that has to have consciousness in it and has to have ethics in it and has to be of service because there are too many people out there using this field of personal growth and selling it like they're selling snake oil, like they're selling widgets. And I'm not saying that our field is more special than any other field. I'm just trying to put our field in exactly the same playing field as everybody else's. It's a product. It's a service. It needs a soul. It needs to be communicated with the purpose of serving. And it has to have certain rules about it. And that's what the revolution is. And that revolution of conscious marketing and conscious capitalism, that I say is a thing, exists. And um, I'd like to now bring on my, my wonderful guest, who's a leading light in this field, Carolyn Tate. Carolyn is the author of Conscious Marketing and four other books, including The Purpose Project, which has just been released last month. She's the director of Carolyn Tate & Co. and the founder of the Slow School of Business. Carolyn's been on her own purpose adventure for the last seven years, which has included becoming a founding member of Conscious Capitalism Australia and B Corp certification. Now, Carolyn's about to embark on the Purpose Project 100,000 Impact Tour to 10 cities, including Melbourne, Sydney, Toronto, and New York. Carolyn's on a mission to light the fire of purpose in 100,000 humans during that tour. So join me in welcoming Carolyn on the show today. Carolyn, welcome and thanks for joining us on the Breaking Through with Grace show.
0: Hi Grace, thank you so much for inviting me to, uh, to share my thoughts and ideas around conscious marketing and how it can help listeners.
1: Oh, terrific, Carolyn. I'm really, really glad that you're here with us. And so uh, tell me something, Carolyn. Did you coin the phrase conscious marketing?
0: Mm, it's interesting. I, I think when I first, um, when I first, decided to write the book, I did some research around whether it was a phrase that was uh, common language and there were a couple of people that had written about it in blogs and and as subjects for kind of blogs, but uh, there were no books on the subject specifically, so I can't really say if I coined it, but I guess um, I was one of the first to sort of position it uh, as a thing, I guess.
1: Yeah. As a thing, I learned that from Brendan Bouchard. He says it's a thing, and I love that expression. Yeah, it's kind of like mm. me with conscious relationships. It's, I'm sure it's out there, but I just love it and I just love talking about it. So, so what mm. is conscious marketing, Carolyn? What is it?
0: Mm. So, um, so, in the book, I define conscious marketing as uh, it's all about building something so fundamentally good and compelling uh, actually right into the heart of your business into the heart of your products and Mm -hmm. services so that everyone wants to to join your tribe I guess and spread the word and almost create a movement and that's not just your customers it's your suppliers it's your employees your community everyone that's inspired by your business so I I like to use the analogy of of a fruitcake actually so
1: so uh-huh. when you
0: um, when you actually bake a fruit cake it's filled with um, beautiful ingredients it's got the x factor taste there's something in it that people love and want to um, consume, mm. but you don't need lots of icing and fancy icing and sprinkles for a fruit cake so kind of mm. the cake itself the cake itself is so beautifully rich and moist and appealing that it doesn't need the the kind of icing and the sprinkles on top, does that makes sense.
1: Oh my god, I love that analogy because the richness is on the inside. And I was just saying in the intro, you know, make it about soul. You know, put a soul into your mm. product. You know, focus on the soul, yeah. not the cell. And um, mm. yeah, and like with a with a fruit cake, all the richness is on the inside. Whereas with some other cakes, they might not be so rich on the inside, but they've got all the. You know, mm. sprinkles and the icing. Yeah. I love that analogy. That's that's really yeah. cool. And so, and look, you is see that,
0: what? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. I was just saying, you see, well, is I that see what a lot of businesses. Yeah, look, I see a lot of businesses <laughs> that I would say are kind of more like a a souffle or a, or a tasteless sponge cake, and and they're kind of the business itself <laughs> doesn't have the soul, and it's not rich, and therefore. The marketing becomes like unconscious um, binge marketing. It's kind of selling something that underneath isn't really yeah. um, meaningful yeah. or useful.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's I feel sorry for businesses like that because they're kind of scratching their heads wondering why it's not working and you kind of walk into their, you know, retail premises or buy their product and you go, oh, I don't know. I don't feel it. There isn't any good energy in this food or good energy in this product and because you know 93 percent of communication is nonverbal, verbal right so a lot of it yeah. is you know um in something other than just the obvious in other ways there's, there's it's in the it's in the energy it's in it's in the love that's put into something you know so um yeah, yeah I yeah. totally agree in fact the more soul and more purpose and more value you put into your product the more successful you're going to be
0: right yeah yeah absolutely i mean you you mentioned it in your introduction about producing products and services that actually um um actually fill a human need and that uh solve a problem and i think there are a lot of businesses Mm -hmm. in the world today that are actually creating superficial wants and then they're trying to meet those superficial wants so it's, yeah, what, do, what does you, the world need and how are you feeling that need versus what yeah. do us humans want at a superficial level and are we just building some product or service to exacerbate that superficial want? And that becomes oh, quite I a sole yeah. um, practice. Hmm.
1: Well, I think, you know, the GFC that happened in um, 2007 or eight. I think it was 2008, was because of the packaging by the financial markets of commodities that had low-grade products in them and then, and then rating them as a higher rating because of the way they packaged it and then selling yeah. that. Now, that was quite an unethical practice that people got away with for a little while and they created a, a hype around it, didn't they? They created a hyper-hype and then mm. all of a sudden the world markets crashed because it wasn't essentially wholesome and you've got to Mm. think about that in so many areas you know where where diseases are being caused because superficial wants are created and 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 messages are put out there that you want this you want this look how Mm -hmm. glamorous this is look how fun this Mm -hmm. is and then people go yeah Yeah. oh oh my god that'll make me popular oh my god that'll make me feel (laughs) good oh my god that'll make me blah 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 and bam you're gone right that's not yeah that's not what we want this unconscious binge marketing and and style stuff
0: so we
1: mentioned the traditional four p's of marketing um where Mm -hmm. i said you know uh, uh, product, price, placement, and promotion. But you've got your yep. five Ps of conscious marketing. Can you explain that to us so that people who yeah. are making notes out there about their business could could understand that?
0: Yeah, definitely. So um, my five Ps are a little different to the four Ps, and I, I start with the concept. So I start the five are personal. Purpose, product, people, and then the last one is promotion. So when I talk Mm -hmm. about personal, I'm a big believer that a business is only as good as the person behind the business. And so what Mm -hmm. we're seeing in in business today is we're seeing um, through the structure of capitalism and the structure of systems of business, um, there's not a lot of personal... Go- there's a, there's a, almost an abs- absolution of responsibility for the decisions we're making as a company as though that's a separate entity To um, So I'm making a decision about this company that I personally wouldn't make, but I'm making it because I'm absolved of the responsibility because of the system or structure that surrounds that business. So um, so what I say is that a business is only as good as the people that run the business and we must take personal mm-hmm. responsibility for who we are, what we stand for, integrity, ethics, morals, values. I mean, there are many things in the world that are legal, as you know, but are not necessarily moral or ethical. And um, mm-hmm. so I think it's really about ensuring that the people, that the people behind the business are as dedicated to their personal evolution as they are to their professional evolution and we start with us as So conscious
1: people doing, conscious people you know, have you have to have your own personal consciousness at play, is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, yep, absolutely Mm -hmm. and um, so Mm -hmm. it starts with us um, and then the next P is around purpose and and that's um, you know, why is it that we're doing what we are doing as an organization? Um, how are we being, being better for the world, not just the best in the world, which is where business is very much about being number one instead of, um, you know, being better for the world. Is, um, so it's all around. I love that, uh, why we? Ex-
1: I love that. Yeah. 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 Be better so, for the so world so rather than the best in the world. You've got some good the expressions the world, yeah. there, haven't you? Better for the world instead of the best in the world.
0: Yeah, that's a term that um, B-Corporations use, which is another whole area we could explore. It's a global movement. B-Corps are a global movement of conscious businesses that are driven by purpose. It's an accreditation or certification that people go through as a health check to kind of say, I'm a conscious business and I am looking after all my stakeholders and um, being governed um, ethically and, and so on. It's a wow. whole other topic. I'm getting off the five Ps now. But <clears throat> why we you this go, is then. more important. Back on your purpose. It's <laughs> more important than what we do and, and, and how we do it. And I think many businesses get stuck in the how and the what and they're not really that clear around the why. And we've moved mm-hmm. beyond the why of being about profit. We've moved to, well, I need to be doing something that I feel is meaningful to me and also consequential for the world. And so the why mm-hmm. piece is where we create long, uh, is where longevity and resilience comes in for many businesses because if your sole purpose is to make a profit, it's only going to last so long till you wonder why you're doing what you're doing um, beyond financial gain. So mm-hmm. the purpose is the, is the second P. The third one is around product, which is, as I've already mentioned about, creating a product or a service that is really essential, that is um, uh, filling a human need, that is solving a real problem, that is healing um, and making a positive impact rather than um, being extractive. I talk about regenerative products rather than extractive products and services. And a lot of stuff we see in the world is extracting value from humanity and, and the environment rather than regenerating it. So mm-hmm. that's the third P of product. Uh, stop me if, I, if you've got a question. Um, the fourth P is no, really around good. people. The fourth P is around people. I, I, I think that um, in today's modern world that what we focus very much on is productivity and performance and really trying to mm-hmm. focus very much on extracting value from people in order to maximize profit. But if you get your people... Um, um, right, and I'm not just talking about employees. If you um, are looking after your suppliers, if you are looking after your customers, the community in which your business operates in, um, I also would put planet under that that P of people. I mean, I probably mm-hmm. could have a sixth P if I put planet in there. But it's really about um, ensuring everyone's looked after in the process of delivering your products and services to the market. And that's where you start to create advocates, you start to create a movement for your business where people are just advocating and, and recommending you and referring you um, rather than you having to mm-hmm. do a lot of kind of unconscious binge marketing and advertising to get people in the door. And then the, and the people you're promotion. talking
1: about there, yeah. Carolyn, the people you're talking about there, they're not just your consumers, they're also your employees, Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Customers, employees, suppliers. You know, I see a lot of businesses extracting maximum value from suppliers. We see this in the fast fashion industry where um, Mm -hmm. developing countries are being paid, you know, a dollar a day to to stitch together garments. And I just Mm. don't know how a company can look at their model and see how they would have a long-term future if they're extracting value from People in the chain that they're relying on to deliver their mm-hmm. products and services. So, suppliers mm-hmm. is a really big conversation. I think in this whole thing around people, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and community. Community is a big, a big one. You know, the fast food industry, the diet industry, there's a lot of industries where um, they're kind of extracting value from community, whole industry, um, rather mm-hmm. than. The necessarily adding value to it. And and what often happens Mm -hmm. in big organizations is that they'll or in many organizations is that they'll jump to the the concept of philanthropy. So they'll maximise their profits by extracting as much value as they can from from community, the ground, suppliers, environment, etc. In order to maximise their profit, mm-hmm. and then they'll go, oh gee, well we better look like a good corporate citizen and actually do something philanthropic or they call it corporate social responsibility, which is kind right. of a problem because you're extracting value from one stakeholder in order to, benef- to benefit the company and then sort of um, give it to another stakeholder, which kind of seems it's kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's not right. It's like
1: I. I Sorry, guys, for all the food analogies, but it's like when I used to diet and I'd eat a cream cake and drink a diet coke, thinking somehow they were going to cancel each other out, <laughs> and I was destroying my body with both of them. It's a, no, you oh, can't. <laughs> you, can, you can't go and you can't go and exploit exploit your workers, yeah. and then and then you know just donate money to the children's hospital, guys. It's not enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Need, look, it I needs to be
1: holistic
0: <laughs> yeah and look you know that 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 is I mean there, there's a systemic issue that we have around the for-profit versus the not-for-profit world you know where, you know mm. for-profits are systemically legally and, and legally um, and philosophically set up to maximize profit whereas not-for-profits um, are the opposite they're set up to to do good and and solve human problems oh, well, so can I, I, I've, great well, can I just yeah but can I
1: just say something that because I have worked in the not for profit field and I have worked in the corporate field and there's problems yes. in both of them. I absolutely you can I think you can work in corporate you can work in retail you can work anywhere anywhere in the school systems and be a conscious individual who raises the vibration of the planet and you can also work in a not-for-profit and drop the vibration of the planet because you're taking your issues out through your causes so I think you can't hide anywhere because wherever you go there you are so you know it's very very important that the work is done at a core level of understanding as you say doing your personal work and finding your why and then taking that into every interaction whether it be your personal relationships the way you raise your children the way you shop the way you sell the way you run your business the way you you operate in the community so I don't think any of us is um, immune to or better because of of the field we're in. I think that's really important. And and Marianne Williamson and Mm. I have this conversation a lot where, you know, we do not set ourselves apart at all. Like it's very you know, whenever I post stuff on social media, I really have to check in and go, Is is this serving people? It's not just, hey, you know, look at me. I'm a life coach. I'm automatically serving people, right? So very, very important. It's very important uh, Carolyn, with your work and with your knowledge around this B Corp and, and, and conscious capitalism and conscious marketing, that people mm. who don't know what to do know, know how to do it in a way that reflects their values. And people who have just gone to university and not been taught conscious marketing get an opportunity to read your book on conscious marketing and read The Purpose Project and listen to shows like this and many more good things out there and get involved in conscious capitalism and bring it to the education arena just so that we can continue to to pass the word. But anyway, mm. so the um your final P is promotion, is that correct?
0: Yes, it is. And <clears throat> you know, we still do need promotion. We need ethical promotion, I think um we're in a world now where there are so many um, different parts of medium that we can use to promote our business, everything from Facebook to magazines to media and so on. And for a lot of people, there's two things. There's the medium and the message when it comes to promoting mm-hmm. your business. And most mm-hmm. people get the message wrong or and or the medium wrong. And so we try lots of mediums. So we'll... You know there's a thousand ways you can get your business message out there so we'll try a lot of them and do none of them really well when one thing doesn't work for example Facebook advertising we don't get the results we want so we go oh that didn't work so then we jump off to some other activity which might be you know going to a networking event where I'm going to promote my business for example and what happens is we try lots and lots of different things and none of them really work and that's what I call kind of unconscious binge marketing or promoting Um, And for me, it's like choosing the things that you do well and do them again and again. So in my business, I'm very much into relationship marketing. I'm I'm really about, I host dinners, I do a whole lot of things that build community, that build consciousness and awareness through conversation and networking and through community. And that's a methodology for, for promoting my business that works for me because I love doing it and so what for if me, you start out promotion...
1: carolyn and you <clears throat> yeah thanks what if you start out carolyn and you don't do anything well because you're starting out w- what do you say yeah. to people just saying okay i've just started a business i want to market consciously but
0: <clears throat> i can't yeah. tell
1: you what i do well because nothing's working for me yet what do you say to them
0: yeah well it starts with having the right brand and having being positioned and really knowing what your purpose is and what you stand for and what uh why you're doing what you're doing and being able to tell um a good story to reflect that whether that's a personal story or or a story of a client or vice or um or other people, but um, it starts by getting the foundations right, and then choosing a couple of activities that, if you sink in and feel into your body, what feels good for me to be doing for this marketing? Um, a lot of mm-hmm. um, marketers will will put a really analytical approach around how you should market, um, very much driven by numbers, and I think numbers are important. So they'll say to you, mm-hmm. you know, you should be doing Facebook ads because you know you can get traction of a thousand clicks over two days or whatever and those things are important but if as you're doing that activity it doesn't feel right or ethical to you then you need to really think about whether it's something that you're going to have the resilience to continue you know mm-hmm. each week. so what i say is mm-hmm. do a few things well and then rinse and repeat mm-hmm. rinse and repeat get better at them and do things that feel right for you as much as mm. balancing balancing the feeling with the, the rational side of, of marketing as well.
1: That's great. You mentioned brand, positioning, purpose, tell a good story. So people out there just think, get your brand right, get your
0: positioning
1: <clears throat> right, know your why and and tell a good story, get those foundations right then choose a couple of things that sit right with you and learn how to do them well, rinse and repeat. I like that. Can you tell us a bit about, you know, people are always talking about brand, your brand and brand awareness. What is brand awareness yes. and how do you build it?
0: So um, brand awareness is really all about how familiar people are with you and your products and services. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, and it's also about the perception that they have of you. So, if you were to do a word association test, um, what words come Uh up when um, I say Grace Gideon or Carolyn Tate or... Beautiful, funny. ...or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all those
1: words.
0: Um, And those words can be good and they can be bad. Um, And good and bad Uh is all a subjective thing, isn't it, really? And and one of the things that I Mm. say is that many of us in business, we try and be everything to everything to all people and that's mm. a really dangerous approach to take um you know I'm mm-hmm. sure I have as many people that don't like me or my message as um that do and I have to be okay with I that. Can't and, that's see my... why. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be if okay you knew with that know... you love her <laughs> yeah thank you well ditto right back at you but um um you know, I do know there are people that are not, um, you know, I have had a few yeah. uh, haters and people make comments around my work and and I have to be okay with that because when you put your business or your work out into the world, whether that's a book or a piece of art or a, um, yeah. a podcast or, yep. or, or, or a radio yeah. show, uh, you have to yeah. just know that there will be people that are not going to... Uh, like what you stand for and actually
1: absolutely
0: really important that we develop some resilience and persistence and kind of um and it's almost like you know you're on the right path if you do have people that don't like you because otherwise you probably think well no one's paying attention otherwise so, um I think trying to be everything to everybody is a big mistake in business and we have to, to know what we stand for and why we do what we do and be very clear. Well around I think our that's why so many story. people
1: hide. So many people hide, don't they, Carolyn? Because mm. they're afraid of the criticism and the rejection and I know that you know, that's a that's a big story for a lot of my clients and but if you become visible, you know you know, the the the, yeah. the bigger they are the harder you fall so people stay invisible but yes brand awareness is putting yourself out there and I like that association test you know when you think of Nike what do you think when you think of you know um, you know Cal and Tate what do you think when you think of um, Brendan Richard, what do you think things like that when you think of yeah. you know news for the soul what do you think yeah, yeah. yeah. when you think of yeah. Coca-Cola what do you think Any, anywhere what do you think <laughs> And I guess I guess brand awareness is, you know, having a having I guess they use a lot of taglines and things, don't they? You know, that they become Mm. associated with like Nike does. So Mm. build Mm. your brand and think of what people associate your brand with and going back over those foundations you said, positioning, purpose, story and then your your strategy and making sure your strategy Fits with your values and is conscious is in on purpose, um, Carolyn. Mm. Marketing, advertising, and sales are three different things, aren't they? That people tend to lump together. Is that correct? Mm.
0: Yeah, they do. Um, very often, um, people the the common conversation when marketing comes up tends to to jump into advertising. So marketing uh-huh. is all about the peas that I've mentioned and the traditional peas that you talked about as well. And as I mentioned, it's like marketing is actually about creating the rich, rich fruit cake in a lot of ways, uh, uh-huh. the cake that doesn't mean And icing. the message. So it's, and the message and the positioning and the brand and the stories and it's all all about creating the... It's all about attraction versus promotion. You know, one of the things that I think uh-huh. that that's most... Um, um the, the the key point of conscious marketing as a book is that we want to create something that attracts people rather than something that you feel you need to promote um so because it's, is versus it's promotion. the
1: last p in both models isn't yeah. it the promotion is the yeah, last is. p in both models and i guess that's when we yeah. start traveling into the world of advertising right Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And look, advertising is only one of the P's in the mix. I've already mentioned, you know, you can go to networking Mm. events, you can start doing speaking gigs, Mm. you can do radio shows like we're doing now, Mm -hmm. you could write blogs, you could um, uh, do video storytelling Mm. um, kind of stuff. Mm. So there's a thousand and one ways we can market our business. Advertising is only one way of doing it and of course we've got traditional mm. advertising which is through you know mainstream media and magazines and papers and so on and then now there's all mm. the social media advertising and technology-based advertising as well so but I'm a big proponent mm. of relationship um, advertising or marketing which is about just mm. connecting with people in a real human mm. deep deep level um, so they become your advocate. So advoc- advertising and then, is just one of the Ps. Mm.
1: And then sales, sales is a skill, you know. Sales yep. is a separate skill
0: of how to sell, yeah.
1: how to communicate in a way that um, I guess makes the person, how to communicate ethically in a way yep. that makes yep. the person interested in your service or product, which is a whole different skill. I don't don't want to discuss it. I just want to highlight for business owners, marketing is a skill, advertising is a skill set, sales is a different skill set. So tell me, Carolyn, Mm. you know, purpose is a big thing for you, isn't it? And guiding people to live life on purpose is a passion of yours. Mm. So can you talk to us a bit about why, purpose is so important to you and why you've written a book called the purpose project because there's people out there who Mm. you know are probably looking for purpose in their own life and I want to give give that a bit of air before we wrap up
0: yeah okay thanks Grace um one of the key elements of uh, conscious marketing was all about knowing why you do what you do is the absolute fundamental uh, basis of building a brand and communicating your offering to the marketplace because people buy what you stand for and they don't buy what you sell or what you have to offer and consumers are becoming much even the word consumer is, is an odious word made up by marketers by the way um, even humans us humans are becoming far more conscious of where we're spending our money and um, they want to be able to buy from purpose-driven organizations what people organizations that are led with a deeper reason for existence beyond profit, and we're seeing mm-hmm. that happening in um, in the world um, with, um, uh, and we also want to work for purpose-led companies as well. I mean, millennials. There's a mm-hmm. lot of evidence now, and there's reams and reams of research that companies without a high purpose and profit are not going to have a long lifespan. And we're seeing millennials shift away in droves from working in profit driven organisations they're starting their own enterprises or that and, and millennials i think actually want different things and perhaps yours and my generation grace they want to create and build things and explore and and do the things that perhaps mm. our generation um probably um it's quite different to our generation we, we we were more into owning stuff um i think that, mm. that the next generation is more into creating stuff um and but can i say carolyn
1: i think can i just add there that profit there's nothing wrong with profit it's whether you're driven by it because on a spiritual level you know to Mm. give and to receive are the same in truth and if you be of service and god decides that you need a hundred million dollars in order to do greater good for the planet. God's yeah. gonna give it to you. Mm. You know? It's yeah, your absolutely. intent. So I, I don't yeah. want anyone out there to think that I'm promoting any sort of poverty consciousness. I'm no, big on abundance. Not. But what yeah. are you gonna do with yeah. that money? You know, like I've got clients yeah. that are making, you know, twenty million dollars um uh, you know uh, in in a few years and I'm going okay I'm not going to judge you but w- why are you doing it and and what are you going to mm. do with that and where's your where's your soul in it so it's not about the money is it it's about your purpose yeah. and your intention and your yeah and and the purity of your heart and your desire to be of service and yeah. add value yeah that's I'd, consciousness yeah absolutely
0: it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And good, I think it's good. three things. It's like <clears throat> how are you how are you earning your money? How are you using your money mm. and how are you investing your money? So yeah, that's good. I think and it's really not how much you have, it's the energy that goes with that money. Mm-hmm. Are you acquiring it mm. ethically, morally and in line with your intentions? Are you using it that mm. way as well? And are you investing mm. it? In that way um i also mm. like to have the discussion you know i personally don't believe profit is a is a good measure of um success i think success. it's one measure of success mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that we need to be having a prosperity conversation rather than a profit conversation mm-hmm. because yeah there's a lot of peace be... isn't
1: there no <laughs> oh, there's lots of of but
0: pr- prosperity but prosperity yeah. is like when everyone's looked after it's a collective it's actually a buddhist it's it's yeah. very much steeped in the buddhist tradition sure that when it's, everyone's it's, it's an all encompassing yeah 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 and profit is one part of that um but yeah. you know the business world as we've said legally and systemically is set up to glorify profit over everything else and it's great to get profit but it's not The ultimate measure of success of no. So Carolyn, I've just,
1: darling, we've got so much to cover, but (laughs) I've got a few emails coming in here with questions. But first one is from Julie, and I've sent that through to you. Do you have Julie's question there that you can address that? Because we might
0: not have time for others. Yeah. So Julie, um, asked the question: How do we balance that from from Colorado? Uh, yeah. Julie from Arby Love.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, how do we how do we balance our desire to be conscious about how we approach our business and the marketing of it with increasing while increasing our revenue and profit. So it's a, a kind of um a question that sort of stems from what we had just talked about. And I think mm-hmm. as we've just mentioned, it's good to balance them both. You know, the thing is, if our sole focus is on revenue and profits, um, then that's not going to last long. We've seen it in the big business world. The average lifespan of an S&P 500 company in 1920 was actually 67 years, and today it's 15 mm-hmm. years. Wow, so know, that's amazing. We know that, exactly. So we know that the single minor pursuit of profit doesn't guarantee longevity. and And I think mm-hmm. it's a long... Paul answer. I mean we keep doing what we do, we do it well, we keep doing it. But the challenge for most of us, particularly entrepreneurs who might be listening, is that we give up just when we might be about to break through. You know, ah, we put years and years into Another something. P. It's persistence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, persistence. I think we need zillions. to summarise um, all the p's from today's show. Yeah. So I mean, and I think it's about setting very specific targets too, Grace, like Mm, Knowing mm. what numbers you're working towards is really important. I think mm. one of the things I see in a lot of businesses is they actually haven't put some numbers around how much am I spending, how much do I need to generate, how does that then turn into sales and if I need to get X number of sales, what kind of yeah. marketing does that mean that I need to do? So yeah. I, think, yeah. I think we have to balance the rational with the spiritual, emotional aspects of 100%. being in business and
1: put 100%. the numbers
0: around you know, Grace, you, have, certain, to, you have, I to have
1: to do the, the pop business. In there. Can you yes. hear me,
0: Grace? I'm just popping in. Yes, our, we're,
1: we're getting out. I'm just going to suggest Sorry, that this is, a two, this is a two-parter topic. I think you should do a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much more You like this. this? It's a very important there is, I've
0: got I've got like another
1: it. ten questions there, but um, I think we're yeah. probably going to have to ask Carolyn now to... Tell us um, about her giveaways and give the assignment. Is it time for that, Nicole? You literally have four minutes to the top of the air, so I'm suggesting no one to wrap up in hour two. Absolutely, thank you, Nicole. Uh, So Carolyn, thank you for that. Thank you for answering Julie's questions. Those of you who didn't get your questions answered, don't worry. We'll email you answers to those questions. And can I just add to Julie? The first thing, the personal, make sure you're open to success. That's financial as well as being of service. Always be open. Yeah. Don't don't disrespect. Um, don't respect the good that can come to you. Do your business work. Do your numbers, and do everything else. As Carolyn said, so Carolyn, um, could you yeah. please tell me what? upcoming events you have and what giveaways um, you have for our listeners today before I give sure. them the um, the assignment we worked on for them.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned in the introduction, I'm about to undertake a 10-city tour to um, all over the U.S. actually. I'll be in New York and... Um, uh, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Boulder, LA, um, a few cities in Australia and, and Toronto as well. So people can go to my website at carolintate.co and back, uh, forward slash the Purpose Project, and they can see a whole list of events and things and dates and so on that I'll be on tour. And I'm hosting deep dinners and various uh, catch-ups and coffee meetings with people while I'm there. So I'd love to connect with mm-hmm. people. Through that, um, they can also buy either or both of the books, Conscious Marketing and the Purpose Project. Um, they're a perfect companion. Um, Conscious Marketing is, is a marketing book. The Purpose Project kind of helps people delve down much much more deeply into why they do what they do, and it talks about, you know, how do they how do they explore and find their purpose and then bring it to life um, in their work. So, that's that book. And um, what I'd like to offer listeners if they buy the Purpose Project is that I'll give them a free e-journal to go with it. Um, so it's a, there's a lot of journaling questions in that one. So we've just uh, developed an e-journal so they'll be able to um, um, answer all the questions and do, treat it as a workbook. So um, all they would okay. need to do is just buy the book and send uh, a copy of the receipt to Sam at CarolynTate.co, and then she'll email the digital journal right. to them. Terrific! And you can buy
1: that book on Amazon, and email. Yeah, if them you just go to carolyn Or Carolyn's yeah, website. Yeah, if I go to the website, I okay, can get everything there.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Carolyn. That's been awesome. I'm going to give everyone our assignment in the last minute before we wrap up. And thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. And we look forward to having you back on the show. Okay, everyone. Awesome. Here's my journaling thank assignment. So those of you, thanks, Carolyn. For those of you thank interested you. to answer a question on purpose, I want you to journal on why am I here and what am I here to create? Okay, so that's two pages of writing. Why am I here and what am I here to create? Just free associate. For those of you interested in conscious marketing, your services and business, then I want you to ask the following questions. You don't need to write this down. Just go to my website in, in 48 hours. It'll all be under the radio show page. But just to get you thinking, number one, ask yourself why you do what you do. So what's the purpose of your business, product or service? Then ask if it aligns with your values, vision, and mission. Then ask yourself, what problem does my product or service solve for others? What good does it do for others? Center your message on communicating the why more than on what you do or how you do it. After you've asked yourself why you do what you do and whether it aligns with your values, And you've asked yourself, what problem does your product or service solve for others? Work out the best story to tell that supports your offering. Trust the process. If you've created something wholesome, the universe will support you. And finally, do your numbers, but pursue purpose and welcome profit. Did you hear that, Julie? Pursue purpose, welcome profit. Don't Pursue Profit at the Expense of Purpose. That assignment will be on the website. Until then, thank you everyone for joining me today and joining beautiful Carolyn Tate. Thank you and see you next time, Monday the 11th of September, a very important day in world history, 11th of September. I'll be on at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. And until then... Just remember, when you understand the workings of your psyche, what drives you to think, feel, and act the way you do, your breakthrough is imminent, and your life can be amazing. Thanks, everyone. Bye.
0: The News for the Soul radio network airs daily, and our archives are always totally free. Go to newsforthesoul.com to join the next live show now. That's newsforthesoul.com. Call in to live News for the Soul shows daily for intuitive coaching, readings, numerology, leading
1: edge health information, and much, much more with featured hosts from around the world. Go
0: to newsforthesoul.com to join the next live show now. That's newsforthesoul.com.
1: News for your soul. Life-changing broadcasts to souls around the world since January, 1997.